So last year we worked with 106 SaaS companies. Oh, um, wow. This year we're going to do more than that. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey, folks. My guest today is Marcos Rivera. He's the founder and CEO of Pricing.io, a B2B SaaS pricing expert who used his street smart stop companies capture value and unlock growth with over 20 years of experience. He has a knack for effortlessly delivering complex ideas, helping his clients out, leaving them feeling more confident. Again, now building Pricing.io.com. Marcos, you ready to take us to the top? I am. Let's do this. All right. So you've also got a book coming out, which I'll talk about in a second. But first, uh, pricing um, IO. When did you launch the business? What year? 2019. I launched in the summer of 2019. So we're about three years old. And I see verbiage uh, related to sort of services on the website. Are you building? Are you flirting with sort of software on the back end yet? Or is it all, all people? Yep. So today it's all people. Uh, although I think the ultimate goal would be to start introducing some tech behind the scenes, uh, to start introducing some other levels of scale. Uh, but at this stage, we are full on services, all people, some of it, uh, most of it being one time and some of it recurring. The reason I love this is a lot of the most successful SaaS companies come out of agencies. So maybe a year, two years, three years from now, you're sitting on a billion dollar SaaS company, right? And it started off here, free revenue with just an agency. So tell us about the agency. What, what are you selling? So right now we help SaaS companies figure out their monetization strategy, how to price for what they're building. Um, and we do that through a combination of coaching and consulting, right? So the idea is to help them learn how to price as well. And the big reason for that is their, their products are going to be changing a lot. Their customers change, markets change, competitors change. So they need to stay on top of how they monetize their value, uh, which is the best way for them to get to their growth goals. And so if someone wants to hire you to do this, are they like, are you committing, making the commit to a 5k for three months sort of deal? Or what's the average retainer look like? Yeah. So from, from our perspective, we do it in very focused uh, sprint projects. And so I don't think folks need to pay half a million dollars in six months to get their pricing right. So we have uh, projects that are four weeks, that are eight weeks, 12 weeks. And we work with the companies who do the heavy lifting on getting the data. We'll coach them on here's what all this stuff means and how do we figure out your pricing and packaging. And then we actually uh, build it and then help them with how to figure out implementing it too. Like how do you design mm -hmm. SKUs to, you know, how do you figure out how to compensate your salespeople uh, the right way? So if I was going to pay you for a 12 weeks sort of engagement, I guess, what, what might I pay for that? Yeah. So our, our, if I had to think about our curve, the, the bell curve for our engagements can be anywhere, uh, the majority pay between anywhere from 25 to 175K okay. for the entire engagement, some on the smaller end and some on the higher end, but that's the general uh, what we look at for what we, uh, what we, and what do you price again? So someone paying you 25 K for 12 weeks versus 275 K for 12 weeks. Is it just depends on the number of seats or number of customers they have or their current MRR? Yeah, there's really, there's really three things. The first one is how many products are we pricing here? Is it just one main application? Do you have like a bunch of products in a portfolio? Um, uh, the second thing is uh, complexity in terms of your markets and models. Do you have channel partners versus direct versus PLG or something self-serve? How many models are we dealing with here? And then the last one is how much help and support do you really need? Like, do you need us to hold your hand as all the way you're uh, through implementing? Or do you just want the data and the answers and then you run from there? Mm -hmm. Okay. Super interesting. Um, <clears throat> by the way, when you said half a million bucks for an engagement, was that a shot, shot at a uh, price intelligently? 
<laughs> no, just uh, if you think about it, uh, all the, the Simon Kuchers out there, McKinsey's, Bain, if you ever run a project with them, it's going to be in the very high six figures to even millions. In many who of those are the other players though, specific to SaaS pricing? You, yeah, who else? I would, yeah, I would say price intelligently comes up a lot or profit well. Uh, I know that they may be shifting a little bit with the, the recent announcement with Paddle and everything that they're doing, but uh, but they do a great job of offering some good uh, survey services to figure out willingness to pay, things like that, which a lot of folks take run with and use, but they don't really get into how do you implement this stuff? Like, how do you actually mm-hmm. figure out, uh, how do you put implement a discounting matrix? How do you make sure that you can actually uh, pull this off on the other end? How do you do ex- execute a price increase, for example? All those things uh, we get into uh, and that comes from you know a lot of the the value creation background that I have. Mm-hmm. And and um, I want to get into some of those playbooks here in a second. But what what do you know? I mean, what is ProfitWell charging these days for these sorts of things? Is, is it half a million and bigger? No. So uh, ProfitWell, you know, believe it or not, I actually had a, someone tell me uh, just a couple of weeks ago. They said, "Yeah, ProfitWell today won't even get out of bed for two hundred and fifty k." Quote what yeah. he said. Now I, I think their engagements do kind of range around that low six figures uh, from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, they have a few different models out there, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what he told me as uh, his last conversation with him. Yep. Okay. So let's just, just so people can get really get in your heads. I want you to get sh- sort of street cred with my audience. I don't want them to see you as just like a consultant, right? So tell us about you, how you helped the SaaS company execute a price increase and what was the result? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually not much of a consultant. I'm more of an operator because I've built software and sold it my whole life. Uh, which is a funny story, but the, the real the real deal here is how do I help companies figure out how to price? So the first thing we do is we get into where is the growth coming from? Like, are you actually going down market, up market? Are you trying to increase your profit? Are you trying to gain a bunch of you know, market share or network effect? That's going to tell me, okay, which uh, which options are available to you from a model perspective. Then we get into your customer base. Who are you selling to? And no, small, medium, and large is not good enough anymore. I actually help them figure out either on a maturity curve or complexity curve what these customers really want. Then you design and craft an experience for each group. So that means onboarding, implementation, of course, features, services, all those things. And then we price that. Once we get that uh, that granular, the pricing problem gets a lot easier after that. So what do we do? How do we get with the number? We actually then take uh, the ROI calcs for that specific experience. We look at uh, data we get from their customers in terms of what they find important and less important, and we apply factors there. We also look at their historical data and see what kind of pushback they've done on their current price points or where they're maybe massively discounting. And we triangulate all that with the competitive intel that we also do. We'll do like Secret Shopper and go out there and find like different price points out there in the marketplace. And we'll use that to come up with a price envelope. That's the, mm-hmm. the secret here. And then based on that envelope, Nathan, well, what does envelope mean? Is that a range or what does that mean? It's just a range. It's okay. just a range with all those inputs and say all these inputs point to 40 to $80 per user, for example, right? And if you look at that range, if you're trying to maximize profit, you go on the higher end. If you're trying to gain market share and get a, a lot of growth, you go on the lower end. And then from there, you start applying what I call psychology tactics. So things like making the pricing actually easy to absorb, easy to say, easy to sell. And that is the final piece of the puzzle is making sure that the pricing is super simple for some customer to understand. So that way you can break away from any confusion um, and, and frame it the proper way. 
All right, as you guys know, I am hunting for a founder that I think is gonna grow to 100 million bucks in revenue with just them as the only full-time employee. How are they gonna get there? Well, they're gonna automate all their tasks. They're gonna hire contractors. They're gonna have an internal learning management system for all those contractors to have high, high, high output. And the question is, how will they do it? Now, I haven't found that founder yet, but I have found people who are close, including Netcore. They've bootstrapped to 95 million bucks of revenue and 12 million in profits, and they rely on this very unique tool called Rocket Lane. They use Rocket Lane to write playbooks, reuse those playbooks internally to grow net for things like how to do a webinar, how to do a live event, how to push code. They also use it to track, plan, and manage resources and time efficiently across all of their dozens and actually hundreds now of team members. And it's also a collaborative central space for you and your customers. So you can ask your customers feedback for, you know, mock-up feedback, have your design team edit, then get your customers feedback all in this one tool. Now, they listened to the show. They reached out. They said, Nathan, we think folks will love it. I said, you're right. Give me a great deal. They did. You guys can try the tool for free at nathanmaka.com forward slash rocket lane. That's nathanmaka.com forward slash R-O-C-K-E-T-L-A-N-E, rocket lane. Check it out today. Try it for free. Really interesting. Now, now guys, I was burying the lead here, but Marcos is the real deal, right? He was with Vista, which is one of the most, I would maybe argue this most successful uh, software company in the world when you add up all of the combined businesses, maybe second largest in terms of revenue in the world these days. But you'd basically ran as part of their consulting arm, right? Uh, all their pricing and, and pricing optimization, correct? That's correct. So uh, a little over three years there, I did pricing across the whole portfolio. Think of uh, working companies, uh, Marketo, um, Ping Identity, MindBody, Tipco, you name it. I've worked with all those companies. And you can imagine the pattern recognition engine really firing as I uh, did the companies and also their add-on acquisitions as well. So yep. it was hyperspeed. Yep. No, we've had Andre on many times and a bunch of Vista portfolio companies on, and I always ask them about pricing. And I mean, one of the, one of the things I, 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 I'm curious to ask you about is when you're looking at potential acquisition, now this is hypothetical, obviously, but for say Ping Identity and you're saying, okay, they've got a thousand customers paying 10 bucks a month. We think if we buy this company for this valuation on paper right now, it's expensive at 15X. But when we cross sell the you know $2,000 average ACV, this is going to be the pickup rate. And actually now it's cheap. How do you run that modeling? And is that the thought process that, that someone should go through when they think about an acquisition in terms of pricing? I, I, I think it's very important. I think once you start thinking about, um, when you think about the, the upside potential, right? For me, PE is potential equity, not private equity, right? So you're really trying to capture that. And the way you frame that, right? And this is where it comes down also with the market pricing models that I, I asked my, my team to make sure that we're building is how do we getting that net dollar or net revenue retention number higher uh, above 125, 130, 140, as well as the ARR growth rate to keep that compelling, which gets you in the in the 20, 25x multiples, no, no barring, you know, now that the current environment's a little bit more skeptical and, uh, and uh, around valuations. But the point is, if you have those two numbers, if your pricing model is driving that ARR top line growth and that NRR number up, your ability to get to command a higher uh, multiple is going to be a lot, of, a lot mm -hmm. better. I love this model, obviously. And again, he's now, now doing his own thing with the agency. Marcos, how many folks are you guys full time now? Yeah. So start all by myself uh, three years ago. We're about 10 people now. Wow. And what's sort of the split? Like, are any engineers or it's all sort of coaches, consultants, sales reps? Uh, so I would say if I had to break down the team, seven um, analyst consultants, uh, two folks on the on the admin operation side and one marketing. And how many customers do you think you'll work with this year? So last year, we worked with 106 SaaS companies. Uh, oh, wow. This year, we're going to do more than that. We'll, we'll do around That's 150. That's incredible. I mean, you mentioned your cheapest price was like 25K times 106. I mean, was that that's three, a million, <laughs> minimum, minimum 3 million bucks of revenue last year? So, 
the bell curve, yeah, 20, 25K, but we also um, worked with uh, some smaller, like the startups. Even startups have a tough time scraping up 25K to do pricing. So okay. I advise and invest in a lot of smaller companies. And so we'll do like mini engagements to help them out. I see. I mean, can you build a million dollar agency doing this? Can you break a million bucks this year? Um, we actually have, uh, we're, we're okay, there you go. at this stage. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good. All right. Great. So why write a book? You know, a book, you know, we, I wrote a book. It's a lot of freaking work. It takes a ton of time. It's painful. Why, why write a book? Oh, man, you said it. I really underestimated the effort to write a book. But but there are a couple of things uh, that went behind this. One is um, I really wanted to uh, give a, a tool or a playbook for a lot of those hardworking SaaS entrepreneurs out there to demystify pricing. A lot of folks, Nathan, are they're guessing, they're copying, and, and they're sort of leaving it to the wind. And I think that's that's leaving a lot of their growth potential on the table. So if you give them this, this playbook, which sort of makes it a little bit more approachable, gives them some really hard-hitting quick tactics to, to implement, uh, I want to help these uh, these uh, leads, I call them. They're out there you know, working hard every day uh, to really capture their value. That makes a lot of sense. So when does the book come out and where can people find it? Yeah, so it, it drops uh, August 16th. It is available for pre-purchase right now on Amazon, on, on Barnes & Nobles, anywhere books are sold. And uh, yeah, super excited about it and, uh, and can't wait to come out. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of me poured into that. 23 years of pricing just poured into uh, my book. I put a fun spin on it because I, I grew up with hip hop in my early days growing up in the Bronx. So I um, infuse a lot of these hip hop lyrics into the chapters just to make it a lot more fun to read. I love this. Okay. And so what's the URL? So the URL is uh, streetpricingbook.com or just go to pricingio.com and you can visit uh, and hit it either way. Guys, street pricing book. There you have it. Now I have to ask you, Mar- Marcus, you're a pricing guy. You negotiate. So obviously when you take a book thing out, you want to negotiate, talk to all the publishers, get the best advance you can. If you have a small advance under 50K, no one works hard to promote you because if it flops, no one loses their job. If it's more than a 200K advance. Somebody's getting fired if it flops. Uh, were you able to push your advance up high to make sure make sure these these publishers work for you? So I, I did go in on the high end. What I ended up doing is actually uh, pulling the plug and independently publishing it myself with an agency. There you go. Okay, that's another way to do it. You keep way more margin that way. You have way more control. So we're rooting for you, man. Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, besides your own, obviously, what's your favorite business book? <laughs> Uh, favorite business book? I'd have to say um, it's this really a business book. I read a book called On Writing Well by um, uh, William Zinser. It teaches you how to communicate more effectively, which we all do every single day. So that's been a, a real big help. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying today? Uh, um, you know, I like I like Satya Nadella's style. I, I think he's really smart and humble, and that's uh, the type of style I like to emulate. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building uh, the agency? We use Slack really heavily. So I'll say Slack number one. Yeah. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, seven to eight. Seven uh, or eight. By the way, did, did, uh, did Vista, Vista didn't look at Slack, right? N- not, the, not the right style of company for them, huh? They looked at a lot. I can't, I can't comment on that. But, but uh, looking at the recent investments, it's, it's, let's just say it's not at, uh, out of the category. There you go. Fair enough. I don't feel like anything is out of Robert Smith's category these days when you have, what is it now? 20 billion, 25 billion, something like that, a dry powder. Yes. Yeah. He's, All right. Yes. He's a smart guy. Number, uh, uh, what's your situation today? Married, single kids? Married, two kids. Two kids. And how old are you? I am going to be 45 on Saturday. Well, happy early birthday. That's great. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Ah, oh, well, man, so many things. I would say, the number one thing I wish I knew I was 20 was 
I spent so much time building the networks. I'd rather build trust than networks, meaning meaningful relationships where you do something for others. So okay. trust over networks. Yeah. Guys, there you have it. Spent three years of Vista Equity doing all kinds of pricing optimization. Said, you know what? I'm going to strike out and do this on my own. Launch his own agency, pricingio.com. This was several years ago. Now, 10 people full time there. He helped over 106 companies, B2B SaaS companies last year optimize their pricing. He does more than a million bucks of run rate just on the agency, but now has a book coming out. Book coming out, streetpricingbook.com. Check it out. Drops August 15th, pre sale now. Uh, Marcos, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks for having me, Nathan.